Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. TGIF. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Just me here, Stu. Good morning. We're- Angie's back Monday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, which is free, listening on your smart speaker, or just driving in on the old car radio. I'm not driving anywhere today because of the Queensway shutdown. <laughs> yeah, who wants to get stuck in that? I mean, um, ideally, hopefully, you took the day off so you don't have to do it, but they do have like the detours set up like along Carling. And so. a very reliable LRT. Right. <laughs> I'm very nervous uh, heading into this weekend because... Why? I got conned into doing something, and I haven't done this in probably 20 years. I've actually never done this. I have to throw <laughs> a baseball on Sunday for the Ottawa Titans. You've never thrown a baseball? Well, I've thrown a baseball, but I haven't thrown a, a ball at that park in 20 years. I actually uh, took part in a charity event about 20 years ago where we all the media guys were out, and I was playing softball at the time, and I had to throw to the home plate, but I have never actually been on home plate and I'm very nervous. I, I got conned into this. Uh, our boss sent an email a couple of days ago. I'm just wondering if anybody's available on Sunday. Well, that's what happens when you don't make plans on the weekend and you stay home. <laughs> so I, I take I, no pity in you. <laughs> so I had no excuse. I couldn't think of anything to get me out of it. So I said, I'll do it. And th- that was fine. I thought nobody would know about it. And then yesterday, somebody from this station, probably my wife, tweeted, our own baseball phenom, Stuntman Stu, will be there on Sunday to throw out the ceremonial first pitch at the Ottawa, Ottawa Titans game mm. to come help a crappy ma- Cappy mascot, <laughs> that's his name, make Cappy's best birthday ever. Oh, yeah. They're, they're doing a whole big thing. We're going to be giving away like a bunch of little prize bags and goodies yeah. and stuff like that. But... I, it'll be it'll be a disaster. Me yeah, throwing I don't a ball. Want, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that ball. Like it's going into the stands or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is um, uh, there's uh, netting behind home plate that pretty much covers all of home okay, plate. Okay. Okay. That's good. Well, maybe it doesn't even make it to home plate. <laughs> no, it, it it will not. So all those of you thinking that my my, my ball will hit us like go down the strike zone. It ain't going anywhere in your home plate. Please get somebody to videotape this for me so I can see it. Uh, there are no phones allowed in the stadium on Sunday. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, everyone. Gather around for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about shaving, more specifically for men. Do you know in our lifetime, the average man removes 28 feet of hair through shaving? Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a lot of hair. That is so much hair. Oh my gosh. Cuz yep. like mostly and like most of that would just be like just because your beard. I guess your hair too. A lot of guys kind of like shave or trim their hair. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. That is wild. I have to go for a haircut today actually. I want to get it right down to the wood. <laughs> All right, how do, you, how do you rate that fact, you know? Um, yeah, I think that was pretty good. I think I'll give it an eight this morning. Wow. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, so if you're new to the show, you uh, decide what that sc- uh, score is, like zero being the worst thing you've ever heard, 10 being the most amazing, awesome fact you've ever heard, and uh, you give yourself a little creative, uh, funny little nickname. And text it in to us at 10 That's correct. Like Landscape Lady did this morning, and uh, she gave you a 10. She thought it was a good one. Oh, thank you. Sleepy Lee's gives me a 10. Not sure how to rate that, so you get a 10. 
<laughs> from Bitterman and his wife. Happy Friday. Bitterman gives it a 7.5 and his wife giving it a 10 on this furry Friday because hubby has a lot of facial hair. Mm. Love Bitterman's wife. Stewart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama. Gives him a 10. Thank you, mother. Wow, that's a lot of hair from Connie the Wound Care Nurse who gives you a 9 this morning. Wow. Hall of Fame Bosch Traveler. That is a hairy fact. I give you a 10. <laughs> a 10 from Silky Smooth Steve. I always love what he comes up with as his yes. new name for the day, depending yeah. on what the fact is. Hang on. Uh, I have Sanitary Steve already in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to add his secondary. No, uh, Silky Smooth. Oh, you've already w- admitted him as Sanitary Steve? Yes. <laughs> it's the same guy. So I'm going to add uh, Silky Smooth. Uh, all and. And it all ends up in my sink. Ooh, I give you 10 from Sharon the Tired. Yes, she's it not does. wrong, though. No, yeah, she's, she's not. She's not wrong. And I leave it there. You're terrible. I know. You're awful. Uh, wow, that's an eight. Guess women shave 50 pounds of hair in a lifetime. Well, you said you said feet. You said 25 feet of hair? Yes. Yeah, yes. so maybe 50 feet in hair. Yeah, when we're shaving our legs. No kidding. It probably is double. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the weather this weekend looks very different compared to last weekend. It seemed like we were kind of stuck in that heat wave of close to 40 degrees for a few weeks. If you are sick of it, you're done with it. The heat waves are over. They say that uh, summer is already slipping away in Ontario and it's being forecast that it's not going to roll right into fall yet, but we are only supposed to expect for the next while just temperatures around normal for uh, this time of the year. So they say for the next two weeks, at least we're looking at low to mid 20s. So that's going to make the people Perfect. a lot happier. Perfect and we're weather. Start to see that hint of fall kind of bounce in here every once in a while. But don't be alarmed. We still have some warm weather. Summer is still sticking around for a little while. But basically, they're saying we're done with the heat waves for this summer. Thank God. <laughs> um, and looking ahead to next summer, you um, I get excited about the fact that Canada's Wonderland is uh, just announced two new rides that will be coming to the park next year. And they say that uh, that includes one ride that is the only of its kind in the entire world. It's called the Tundra Twister. Okay. And it will be a giant looping ride with a spinning gondola arms that will have guests spinning, twisting, and twirling 360 degrees upside down at heights of 30 or at 47 meters and speeds of 75 kilometers an hour. How does mm. that sound, Stu? No, I'll be on the ground taking your picture. <laughs> uh, they say that this is uh, th- there's there's no other attraction quite like this in the world. Nothing compares to this experience. Uh, the other ride that they are adding is a family launch roller coaster called Snoopy's Racing Railway. It will be the park's 18th roller coaster and accelerate from zero to 50 kilometers an hour in a matter of seconds. No, thanks. Really? They call it a family roller coaster. You can't even hop on that one? No. Oh, Stu. I'll take my car to Calabogi. (laughs) I just keep thinking, we just keep hearing about new rides coming to Canada's Wonderland. It's been years since I've been there. But, like, where are they putting these rides? Like, I thought the park was already full. Well, they probably, I'm just guessing, purchase more land around the park. You think there's land available around the park? 
I don't I mean, know. Toronto, I feel like, has grown into Canada's Wonderland. They should, you know what they should do if they wanted to be really cool? They should do a ride that goes over the, is it the, four, not the 401, the 407? I think it's closer to the 407, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I would have, I would get on a ride that, like a roller coaster that goes over the highway. Yeah. Okay. I, I get on that. You would do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll let Canada's Wonderland know. That's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Halfway through the summer, maybe you've already gone on a road trip. You still have one to come. But road tripping takes a lot of planning. And even when you plan every little detail out, something inevitably goes wrong. Of course oh, it yeah. does. Big time. <laughs> so we want to know what went wrong on your road trip. Maybe it just recently happened or maybe it was uh, years ago and gave you nightmares and you never want a road trip again. <laughs> I have nightmares every time I drive down the 401 because my wife and I were driving back to Ottawa in 1999, December 28th. We were driving back to because I had to see a buddy's wedding. Mm-hmm. And at, at around noon, I, I noticed a bunch of cars that were crashing in, into each other. And that takes you by surprise. You're like, "What the? What's yeah. going on?" Yeah, it's and I'm, scary. I'm driving. I'm driving a six month old uh, Cavalier Z24, gold Cavalier Z24, mm-hmm. with summer tires. I didn't get winter tires. Oh, smart moves too. Yeah. What time? What time of the year again was this? <laughs> December twenty eighth. Oh, come on. I was I was young and stupid, and uh, I started a slide, and I thought I regained control of the car, but I lost control of the car. Anyways, the car slides towards the ditch. And what prevented the car from flipping over was the highway sign that we took out, which the Ontario government sent me a bill for. Really? Yeah. They sent me a $700 bill after it was all said and done. I said, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. No. What? So it was a a battle back and forth with the Ontario government. But anyways, uh, the moral of the story is I, I always have winter tires. I always drive carefully in the winter, and I, I don't drive stupid. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Scary situation. I mean, it could have been so much worse. Yeah, we were stuck in the ditch for six hours, and uh, the flatbed truck came just around the time that my my car was about to die and my phone mm-hmm. was about to die. Wow, lucky. Holy. Yeah, and it was a huge, huge uh, pileup. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing about that story is you consider a drive to Toronto a road trip? Yeah, because you're <laughs> sitting in the car for almost five hours. You're joking, right? No. It's less than five hours. Yeah. It's still a road trip, though. Yeah. No, see, I don't consider that a road trip. I think a road trip has got to be, like, at least, like, eight to ten hours. Because I go home. When I go home, it's six and a half hours for me to get home to see my family. I do not consider that a road trip. I call that a a weekend. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what you're used to. I I believe a road trip to be longer than like it's got to be like eight to ten hours at at minimum. But anyways, all right. Um, we once as a family road tripped all the way down to Florida, so that's like a twenty four hour drive from where I grew up, and uh, that was you know long. And uh, props to my parents for for doing it. Um, but what went wrong on that road trip is I think it was once we finally got to Florida, one of us kids locked the keys in the car and Uh at the time we had like uh just a minivan and thankfully you know how minivans i don't know if they still do this but those back windows will like kind of just pop open yeah ever so slightly like uh, an inch or two or something like that yeah 
So we were stuck there for hours, and then we kind of finally realized that in the back, like in the trunk of the vehicle, there is an unlock button, and the only way for anyone to get there was to kind of like squeeze their arm through that little tiny hole where the window has was luckily still propped open and reach down and unlock the doors of the van. And guess whose arms were skinny enough to fit in there? Young Janelle? <laughs> yes, I saved the day and uh, got our family out of that because we didn't bring a second set of keys. And I think that uh, when you're going road tripping, that would definitely be something to bring. Make sure you always have that second set on you just in case you lock the first set in the car because yeah. you're screwed. You're screwed if you can't get back into your car. Okay, let's get back to the original comment that you said about the road trip. Mm-hmm. So if I go to Toronto, that's not a road trip no, to you? No, not a road trip. Montreal, not a road trip. Well, Montreal's not a road trip, but Toronto is. Oh, God. Yes, it is. No. Ask our listeners. I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. What do you think con- consists of a road trip? Is there like a minimum time you need to be on the road, a min- minimum kilometers traveled? Uh, you can text that in at ten zero thirty. But we also want to know what's the worst thing that happened? Like what went wrong when you were road tripping? Give us a call, 750-1100. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. Long is a road trip. We've been arguing about this this morning. Some say two hours, some say more. We're going to get to the bottom of it coming up in uh, just a few minutes. But we're also talking about what went wrong on those road trips for you. You know, you plan, but sometimes things just don't work out the way you want them to. I love Jennifer's comment because I can relate to it on Facebook. She said, A three year old in a car seat and car sickness. You can guess the rest. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. I actually saw that uh, Scooby's uh, did a road trip out east with his his kids. Yeah, Matt Scooby's from CTV, yes, and it was awful. They were throwing up the whole car ride, like the whole way. I think they were trying to get to either PEI or Nova Scotia, and he just said it was hours of hell. (laughs) I would have turned the car around and said, we're going back home. Yeah, not not a good not a good situation. Yeah. Uh, would you turn around and go back home if you forgot the snacks on the kitchen table? No, no, you wouldn't. Danielle says her whole trip was ruined when she forgot all the snacks. I mean, road trips are so good; they're so much better with snacks. Yes, you can stop at one of those uh, many um, gas stations across yeah, the, it's the not highways. As good and... as all the stock up that you do at like a bulk yeah. barn or something like that. Yeah. Um, Annie said, so this was years ago, uh, when her family drove from BC to, uh, from Calgary to BC and they're just in this little Ford station wagon, 1986. They had a tape deck and they listened to a tape from Raffi. Now, unfortunately the sticker on the tape got caught in the deck. So they had to listen to Raffi over and over and over and over again, or just turn the stereo completely off. So two options, Raffi or nothing. Um, She said they still laugh about it today. But Olga, man, she said when she was a kid, they were heading camping and her father was driving. So her mom and her sister were the logical ones and said, hey, dad, you got to, you know, you got to stop for gas. And he's like, nah, 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 we have enough until we get to the next station. Famous last words. Yep. They didn't, ran out of gas on a small side road, and you know what? He didn't even take the blame. He made 
her and her sister go and knock on doors for help. Like, oh, that's cold. Oh, right? Yeah, that's cold. That is pretty rough. You, a lot of you have had some rough road trips, but we still have to answer the question. How long is a road trip? Because Stu believes, you know, it's like just a trip to Toronto. Well, Dave, what do you think? How long is a road trip? Road trip is a full day. Full day. So how many hours would be a full uh, day? A, a really road trip is about 12 hours. 12 hours. Okay. So, I, I, so driving to... I used to drive truck to trailer, so I know what a road trip is all about. <laughs> well, that, that's, a di- that's a different set of circumstances. Because- yeah, I know, but a lot of people travel and if you want to go from here down to New Brunswick or something that's 12 hours yeah exactly that's what I I consider that to be a road trip along the lines of that yeah but if you're driving to Toronto it'll take you almost five hours that's not a road trip to you no (laughs) it is to me that's That's just a a half a day (laughs) commute okay Stu you have to travel least eight hours to do a road trip no I'd I'd rather I'd rather fly. <laughs> you don't want to fly. Well, not now, especially. Luggage, you lose your luggage. <laughs> I wouldn't pack any luggage. I'd take it all on the flight with me. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, things between Britney Spears and her ex, Kevin Federline, are only getting worse. I mean, first he spoke out in an interview saying things like, her dad saved her life in reference to the fact that he put her under this conservatorship for years. You know, he's sharing things about their personal life, saying that their kids haven't talked to her or seen her in months and that her Instagram page is to blame. So now he took it one step further and he actually shared some videos of Britney kind of telling off her sons. They're 11 and 12 years old and he posted these videos to the world to see. So essentially her kids were videotaping her. Very dark setting. There's not a lot of visual to these videos. It's just mostly the audio and I don't think that Britney had any idea she was being recorded. So Kevin Federline says, I cannot sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. As much as it hurts, we decided as a family to post these videos. This isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. Oh, Now, I took a look at these videos, and I mean, I'm not a parent, but I know what my parents did. I believe, you know, kids get in trouble, and their parents scold them for things, and that's kind of just parenting. Yes, it is. There was absolutely nothing that I saw that was really out of turn from what she was doing. She's asking her kids to respect her and, you know, and to listen to her and that it's her house. She makes the rules. Yeah. And she took her phone away from her one son because he was in a store without shoes on. And I mean, like, that's like not very appropriate. I mean, taking a phone away for that, maybe a little bit of an overstep, but she's the parent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're 11 and 12 years old. And I just think it's disgusting that he's weaponizing his children against her and, you know, sharing all of this stuff. It's He's a loser. It's really sad to see what's happening, you know, after everything she's overcome in the past year. So now her lawyer has come out and said, you know, he's violating her privacy, her dignity. He's undermined their children. Um, You know, this is just bottom of the barrel behavior to do something like this. The videos have now been deleted, but you can still find them everywhere on the Internet. Um, But uh, he is 
possibly suggesting that there might be some legal action against Kevin Federline. A criminal cyber bullying statute may have been violated, is what he says. So, Is, it, is this thing ever going to end for Brittany? <gasps> I really want it to. I really want it to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but... Uh, that's what's trending, and it's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. It's been a banner week for yours truly on Word Wars with no Angie, who's back next week. Uh, who's made the cut today, Janelle? We have Victor and Pat on the line, and Victor made it through first, so he'll play first. Good morning, Vic. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. You ready to win? Oh, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. Okay, we have two categories. What are they, Janelle? Yeah, thanks to Kit Watson who sent these ones in. We have It Melts or It's Solid. Which do you like, Vic? Uh, it's Solid. All right, It's Solid. Three, two, one. This is, uh, we had a lot of these in the 70s. It was a pet. Box. Yes, and uh, if you're going to... Um, chop down a tree, you're going to use the tree to uh, make what? Table, wood? Yes, wood, yeah. And uh, the um, bottom of your home is uh, cement. What do you call that? Foundation. Yes, and you're looking out your... Window? Yes, and you're not driving a car. Okay. Okay, not bad. You guys ended up with four. Yeah. So we'll see how that holds up. And we'll say good morning to Pat. Hello. Hello, Pat. How's it going? Good. Your category is what, Janelle? Yours is melts. it melts. Okay. It melts in three, two, one. You put a little bit put you put this in your drink to make it cold. Milk, cream, coffee, water, ice. Yeah, yeah. ice, yes. Uh, we get this in the winter. It's, it's uh white. No. Yes. And you put this on toast, uh, you put this it's another Butter. uh Yes, butter. Uh, it's not vanilla. It's chocolate. Yes, and you. I, that's right. And you put the, uh, on pizza. What's the main ingredient on pizza? Pepperoni cheese. Yes. And what's in your chest right now beating? Heart. Yes. Wow, that's the win, guys. Nice job, Pat. Almost a perfect score. Woo! You got six. It's all you, dude. It's all you. You know what? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have a $50 gift card for Magic Cuts for you. And we've also entered you into our grand prize draw, which is uh, free haircuts for a year, valued at 300 bucks. Nice. Woo-hoo. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy and have a great weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy the highway. <laughs> yeah. Every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Ah, the good old road trip. You set out with good intentions, but inevitably something always goes wrong, doesn't it? And maybe that happened to you this summer already. Maybe it was on your road trip this year. A lot of you throwing it back to, um, like, the worst road trips you've ever been on, including uh, Mary Ann, who said her DD puked 12 times between Renfrew and Toronto. That is not even barely a road trip, and that I don't even know how that happens. Do you have food poisoning? Like, what? What would make you get sick? You're likely, from previous experience, uh, hungover, and you had a lot of booze and food. (laughs) 
that'd be a long trip stopping 12 times for that yeah. um speaking of um getting sick um heather says while well, her almost one year old threw up a full bottle of milk all over <sighs> himself into the oh. car seat on the uh, onset of the trip to maine so it was a ridiculous heat wave for that entire week, and we all know what milk does in the heat. Oh, <laughs> it's like every time we opened the car door, everyone just like wanted to hurl because it was so bad. Because you can't oh. really clean that out. Like you can do your best, but that just kind of seeps in, and it just doesn't ever yeah. go away. It takes a massive deep clean to get the smell of puke out it, of your car. Yeah, and you can't do the deep clean while you're on the road, and then like milk just no. makes it that much worse and the heat is just awful speaking of the heat could you imagine like say maybe last weekend if you were on a road trip uh, france says uh the ac crapped out during a four-hour road trip in the middle of a summer heat wave yeah that's not fun that's that's not a good time that'd be awful and this this sounds like maybe one of the worst things to happen when you're on a road trip nicole says that there was construction in quebec it started in montreal and lasted the entire way to the New Brunswick border. Oh. I don't know if you've driven that route, but that is a long stretch. And the worst part about construction in Quebec, I don't know why it's only in Quebec, but they have it so narrow. Yeah. That, like, I don't know how trucks go go through that. Yeah, where, like, the pylons are set yeah. up and everything. It's, it's like, so yeah. narrow. It's so narrow, and it's always happening like there is some of the worst construction i've ever come across has been in and around montreal yeah the the province of quebec the construction issues that they have <laughs> whenever it's on a highway it's always the worst in any other part of this and any it's worse than any part of, of, of canada you it's, think so it, on the bottom of the license plate instead of je me souviens should say uh, construction uh whatever it's awful <laughs> As a former Quebecer, it's awful. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? All right, well, everything old is new again, right? Well, maybe we don't want things from the past to come back, like eyebrows from the 90s. Apparently, they are making a major comeback. I mean, we are seeing a lot of trends from the 90s make a comeback, especially when we're looking at things in fashion. But according to viral TikTokers, they say that more and more people are wanting to get that uh, 90s look by thinning down their eyebrows. And I know, Stu, you don't really care about that. But like as a female, the thin eyebrow look never, never was, never was appealing. It was a lot of work. It looked terrible. And people ruined their eyebrows by um, thinning them out completely. Okay. So I'm saying um, don't listen to these people, okay? Like, you don't don't like, listen to the TikTokers, the influencers. The, the full brows is where it's at, and it looks nice, and it looks good. Just don't just don't go with this trend. So don't listen to the influencers. <laughs> I'm an influencer. Yes, don't listen to them. Um, one thing that is coming back from the 60s that you can be very excited about is... Okay, so, we, so Ford brought back the Bronco, right? Correct. But they're bringing back like an older style 
of the Bronco for 2023. Okay. They just announced that it's going to be like the Heritage Bronco, and uh, there's like two different versions of it. And uh, they're really looking like aesthetically like that old style with the big beefy tires on your standard Bronco. It's got like the white details on the roof. You got to check these out. These look killer. They honestly, like I was excited when they brought the Bronco back originally, but. Oh, um, the 2023? The 2023 Bronco is like very vintage looking and very exciting that they have like thrown it back even more. Looking at it right now. Gorgeous. Yes. Okay. Gorgeous. Excited about that. Like this is something from the past that we can get excited about. 100%. This is the kind of nostalgia that we want. Not 90s eyebrows, okay? <laughs> yes, and yes. I, I'm, oh, God, this is gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, it's even better than the the Bronco that they brought back for 2021, right? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and those are beautiful Broncos that they brought back, but these are even better. They just got, yeah, they got a different sense of nostalgia for them. Yeah. Look them up, check them out. You're going to want one. Um, I, It'll just be on my wish list because... I know I won't be able to afford one. Well, I know I know somebody that can help you, you out at Barhaven Ford. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, perfect, cool. We're good, we're good. That's what's trending. I got the feels, and it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's all the feels on Move One Hundred. Well, today is a very special day for the graduates for the Missions Food Services Training Program. There are 10 students graduating from the program today, and this program um, started with just a couple of students, uh, around five students, and the missions executive chef, Rick Allen Watson, created the program back in 2004. And since then, they have seen a number of people get off the streets and get a chance and get a second chance at, you know, being successful and having that life that they've dreamed of. So um, Sarah McCaffrey is one of those students, and uh, she's finally graduating She actually grew up on the streets of Ottawa. Uh, She's currently living with cancer. She is a mom, a single mom, 40 years old, on disability. And she said she never thought in her wildest dreams that she would not only make it this far, but enjoy the program, enjoy what she's doing, have as many opportunities as she's had, all thanks to this program. So uh, it's a four-month program. And uh, it's just been so successful since it's been started. The uh, um, chef rec who started it, uh, you know, said it was only just a couple of students. And now uh, 10, 11, 12 graduating students on a regular basis uh, with this uh, four month program. And um, they're, you know, giving them that training that they need in uh, food services. So They've worked really hard up until this point. All 10 of the students who graduated today, fully employed, excited for a new future. And it's, um, you know, these programs like this across Canada, they see a 90% success rate. And um, it's just it's just amazing to see, you know, for other students. Uh, there was one student who said he really struggled with alcohol. 
Um, but he said that this program has helped him pretty much almost eliminate drinking and, you know, has got him off the streets as well. Everyone needs a second chance and deserves a second chance in Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So really exciting and a great big graduation day. And congratulations to those 10 grads who are graduating today from the Missions Food Services Training Program. And uh, good luck in the future. That's all the feels on Move 100.